Hi, so my name is Cortland Mortensen, and I'm going to be talking about IXL today. And so IXL is an EdTech tool, and it has, here, let me show it to you, the website. Um, so IXL, it has all the core um, subjects, so, you know, math, language arts, science, social studies, it even has Spanish, and then it breaks them. Uh, into the different grade levels. And so when you click on a different course subject, you can click on a grade level, second grade. And something really cool about IXL is it actually shows you um, the standards for your state. So uh, everything in here is the stuff that you have to be teaching the kids anyways. And so you can pick one of the standards and it'll take you um, to these practice questions. So that students can be, if it'll look, it's so that students will, can be practicing uh, what they're learning in class and really show that they have a firm understanding. And if not, then you can know as a teacher how to help them. Um, but something really cool is the diagnostics and the analytical information. So the diagnostics, um, it asks the students questions every week um, to create new data about them so that the students can know precisely what they're supposed to be doing and what can help them improve. Um, and from that, it'll actually create a personalized action plan for each student, which is really awesome because then it's for them and directed for them and it can be something that can help each individual student. And another thing that it has is their analytical information. And there's a lot of different um, analytics that it has. One of them is the diagnostic strand analysis and that's the one that you see right here. And it will actually group students by their levels so that you can have, so that you know which students struggle with um, which different skills. So that if you want to talk about numbers and operations with that group of students that's struggling with it, you can. You can identify that and give them the extra practice that they need in that skill so that um, you're really catering your teaching to, towards your students. Um, another one that they have. Exit out of this is they have their live classroom, which I think is really awesome. So while you're teaching in the classroom, you can have your students be working on their skills and it'll actually show you um, who's working on it, um, who may need help with it, you know, if a student is struggling with a skill or if they're taking too long, um, and you know, all the different questions answered. So that while you're in the middle of your lesson, you can go to the students that need the help right then and there so that you can. Uh, clear any misconceptions before they become trouble spots for those students. Another one that they have is their trouble spots reports. And for that one, it groups students according to the level of scaffolding that they're dealing with. And it's just a more effective way to hone uh, the skills that you're teaching the students and reteaching them. Um, and another report that they have is their progress and improvement report, which is as it sounds like. It shows the progress and improvements of all the different students. It shows where they're at, um, how far they've come, and then where they still need to improve themselves to reach where, you know, to reach the level of understandings that they need. Um, so that is a basic understanding of the diagnostics, the analytical, uh, the analytics, as well as just kind of the curriculum and how it works. And um, just a few things about it, a few um, reviews. Uh, IXL has really good reviews. If you look on Common Sense, the Common Sense reviews are four stars as well as the teacher reviews. And a lot of teachers 
really like it. They like how it can be individualized towards their students. Um, and they like how, you know, higher level kids can work on higher level problems, whereas the kids who struggle a little bit can work on their level. Um, and yeah, so it has a lot of good reviews out there. So do you guys have any questions for me? How much does this app cost? So the cost, um, there's a lot of different pricing for it depending on um, how you want to use it. So you can use it for free, um, but that doesn't include the, you know, the diagnostics or the analytics. And each student only gets 10 practice problems a day. So it's very limited, but it can be used. Um, if you want to do, people can do like family memberships. So if you want to do, like parents want to get it for their kids, they want to do it monthly for one kid. They can do it for $9.95 a month for like the different subjects, or they can group them together and do like math and language arts for $15.99 a month, or they can do all the core subjects for $19.99 a month, or they have yearly as well. So like all the core subjects for a year for one kid would be like $159 for the whole year. And then you have classroom licenses. So if you have a classroom of up to 25 students, you could do it for one subject would be $299 a year. For two subjects, it would be $499 a year. For three, $549 a year. For four, uh, $599 for the year. And then for all five subjects, it would be $899 a year. And then they actually have it. So if you have more than 25 students, you could do like up to 30 students and it will readjust the pricing or up to 40, 50. It goes all the way up to 150 students. And then if you have more than 150 students, then you can actually um, message them and then they'll give you a quote. And it's the same if your school and district want to do it. Uh, you can just get a quote from IXL for the price. Do you think the price is worth it? Um, I think it depends on how IXL is being used. If teachers are simply using it for the practice um, questions and not using the diagnostics or the analytics, then I don't think it's worth the price. You could easily do what they do on IXL on a piece of paper or with worksheets. It's really the, um, the analytics and the diagnostics that I think really set it apart and make it worth the price. How well does this tech tool support student learning? Um, again, I think that goes with how the teacher uses it. If the teacher is using the analytical, uh, the analytics of seeing where their students are struggling, um, then I think it can really support their learning because then this teacher knows, okay, we need to strengthen this skill or we need to strengthen this one or we need to, I'm seeing this common like problem in all of my students, I need to reteach this. And so I think that if a teacher is willing to look at those, then it could really support um, the students in their learning. Thank you. How well do you feel this tech tool engages students in their learning? Um, again, it's something that a lot of um, a lot of the reviews that parents and the teachers said that it was something that you know students enjoyed, that they thought was fun, that they like to do. Um, it's a lot of just practice questions for them. So it's not really engaging them and making them become creative in any way or like coming up with their own way of showing their learning. So that's one of the disadvantages of it is that, you know, students aren't coming up with their own ways to show their learning. Um, and so I, that's one thing I would say kind of is a mark against IXL.
Okay, so overall, I personally would recommend iExcel. I think it's a really great tool. Um, I think it's worth the price, but I think it also just depends on how the teacher or the school, if the school district purchases it, is willing to use it. If they're willing to use those extra features of the diagnosis and the analytics to really cater to their students, then I think that it's definitely worth it. Um, if not, then it just becomes a technological version of worksheets. Uh, so yeah, that's what I have to say about IXL. Okay, so hi, I am Aubrey Larson, and I am going to be going over Nearpod um, for a brief second. So Nearpod is really, really cool. The overall reaching goal of Nearpod is to empower both the students and the teachers to create um, powerful learning experiences. Um, and actually, um, Brooke Simmons, who is actually in the um, school district in Salt Lake City, um, said that in their district, Nearpod has increased their students' engagement in their learning. They are motivated and excited to complete lessons in all subjects. Um, I, meaning she, can also use any of the activities offered in Nearpod lessons to quickly access student learning. It is an incredible resource that will change the way you teach and the way and how students learn. So I just thought it was so cool. Um, Nearpod offers a lot of act different activities. Um, when you log in, you can create an account for free, um, but then there's different packages um, that cost um, different amounts. So the silver user, which is what I have, is the free version, um, but then you go from silver, there's gold and platinum and also school district plans. Um, gold is $120 a year or just $10 a month. Um, and you can just use more features to create cooler lessons and you can um, just use Nearpod in different ways. Um, with the platinum membership, it's $349 a year, which is just $29 a month and you get unlimited access to lessons already made by like um, popular publishers and different teachers. And so with the silver, you can access some pre-made lessons for free, but there are very few and in between most, like if you are not a platinum member um, and you're silver or gold, then you either have to pay like $2 a lesson or $4 a lesson, depending on the lesson. Um, but some really cool activities that are Nearpod. So here's when you log in, this is um, the main page and here is a Nearpod that I created. Um, so we can see um, different kind of things that you can do. I actually have, so if you were to just go and um, create your own lesson in Nearpod, um, it's gonna take a second to load. When you click add slide, it pulls up three different things that you can add. You can add content, and in the content, you can do virtual field trips. You can put in videos, um, 3D objects. So like you can um, do a 3D skeleton so people, so your students can look at the body and its functions, and it's really fascinating. Um, and then if you go to add web content, you can add any videos from YouTube or Vimeo, um, any type of um, anything you find on the internet, you can put the link in here so the students can access that link. 
Um, and the last thing that you can do is add an activity. Um, these are time to climb, which is a competitive quiz, um, open-ended question, games where you can match pairs, there's quizzes. Um, you can have students draw, post on discussion boards, fill in the blank, play a memory game. There's so many things that you can do. So for example, on my Nearpod lesson for observing a leaf, um, different activities I used were, um, we did a draw it activity where students got to draw a picture of a leaf. Um, we did some open-ended questions and at the end they were able to take a field trip into the Redwood Forest, which um, kids living in Idaho would not usually have the opportunity to go to the Redwood Forest, but because of the amazing virtual reality features that Nearpod um, offers, that you are able to um, send students to different places. Um, and so that's um, really the way that Nearpod engages students in their learning is just through all their different activities. So what questions do you have? So um, how well does this app do in engaging students in learning? So this app really does a great job in engaging students in their learning, um, but it mostly depends to how the teacher sets it up. Um, the program itself offers many opportunities through the different activities, such as the drawing activities, open-ended questions, virtual field trips, um, it, that they're able to either work at their own pace or go in a live stream classroom. So I feel that if I were to rate it like um, from one to 10 with one being the worst and 10 being the best level of engagement, I'd probably give it a nine just because like it does engage students in their learning, but they, other than like the draw activity, they really don't get to create new things from it, which is the only reason it's not a 10, so. Uh, also, so what are some things that you both like and dislike about Nearpod? So I really like all the different activities that you can incorporate into your Nearpod lesson and how fun that can be for students. Um, something that I don't like is that it's not the 10 out of 10 engaging, like it's still engaging and still fun for students, but I'd like for students to be able to create like new things and create their own understanding from things and um, Nearpod is more like for the teacher's creation like the teacher is able to design, design it how they like it and how that's perfect. I really like that feature too of how easy it is to design for teachers um, but my only thing is students really don't get to create a lot. They get to experience a lot but they themselves don't really get to create. How would you use this during the classroom setting and outside the classroom? So inside the classroom, we um, could either do it as students can work on a lesson as a partnership or individually. So with the lesson that I designed on observing a leaf, um, I'd have students sit, everyone would have an iPad and or laptop and they'd be able to sit at their desk and go through the lesson live stream so everybody was working on it at the same time in the classroom setting. 
Um, and since outside of the classroom, like during COVID, if I was elementary teacher during COVID, I could post or email a link to Nearpod to all my students with the join code and they could work on the observe a leaf lesson individually at their own pace. So that's how I would use it both in and out of the class. Wow, that sounds great. How does this tech align with um, your school and class mission and vision? So the mission is just to empower students in their learning, like to let them take the reins and be in charge of the learning and the teacher kind of just sit back as a discussion facilitator. And I feel Nearpod does a really good job because students are able to either, you know, work individually or as partners and they're the ones going through the lesson, constructing their own meaning and going um, through all the material themselves and the teacher is just there to answer any questions. So it really like empowers students to be in charge of their own learning. All right, and just to kind of sum this up, I, um, so um, Nearpod is actually an award-winning education tool um, and it's used in over 60% of school districts across this, uh, across the US. Um, and overall, even though there are some things that I don't like, for me, the pros of Nearpod outweigh the cons. And so I give this, um, I give Nearpod 100% of awesomeness. Um, with technology integration, it's a 10 out of 10, meaning it really integrates technology well into classrooms. Um, for student engagement, as I said, I give it a 9 out of 10 just because it's almost there, but like just falls a little short. Um, but user-friendly is a 10 out of 10. It's so easy to use and it's just a really great um, tool. My name is Ellie and I have the app ABC Mouse. ABC Mouse is an innovative application for learning and teaching that was founded in 2007. The ABC Mouse slogan is, get your kids excited to learn. This app is an award-winning early learning website. It's designed for toddlers to second graders, which is ages two to eight. The site gives different individual ages and abilities with 10 separate learning levels. And these levels are selected for students learning. Um, they're selected by the parent and teacher for what level they're um, learning at that time, depending on if the materials are too challenging or not challenging enough for the student. Um, this website is also um, available to learn anywhere. Um, any tablet, computer, phone, it's basically on everything you could find that has the internet. Um, oh, guys, I'm picking out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, ABC Mouse offers a full curriculum with an overview of reading, writing, math, and social studies. Health. They also, the app also um, gives health, science, art, and music um, subjects. 
This app also provides a library. Um, it also has many videos, games, and puzzles for the students. ABC Maths helps combine many kinds of knowledge and skills. For example, in the subject of reading, they offer for the kids to learn knowledge for learning of spoken words, recognizing sounds and words, knowing letter names and sounds, sight words, and understanding stories and books. This site is also child safe, which it says on the website. There is no pop-up ads, advertising, or external links. So for me as a parent, I think this is an amazing um, thing for a website to have because so many websites nowadays that kids can get on, they have pop-up links that can take them to um, places outside of the website, but this one, there's nothing. It's just the learning website, which I think is pretty amazing that they have that. <clears throat> um, this site is a common core aligned and state standard aligned. It engages parents, students, and homeschooling curriculums. There is a small monthly fee, um, but the first month is free, which is nice for people who have a trial, for people to have a trial month. And it's also free for teacher use. Um, this quote on the website says, ABC Mouse is amazing. My children are excited to learn and they don't want to stop. I am so glad that I made the decision to invest in my children's education by signing up with abcmouse.com. Thank you. I am a happy mother. And that was from a mother of a three-year-old and a five-year-old. Um, this um, app has so many lessons for the kids and many games. On the website, it says that there's over 850 lessons and more than 9,000 individual learning activities, which I think is great for the kids to have so many different options for the game. So maybe if they got bored doing one game or they're not interested in doing something um, like, I don't know if they're like a girl student or a guy student, um, they might want to play different games. Like um, one might be for cars and one might be for like dressing up baby dolls. Um, so there's just so many different games that kids can use to um, get better educated. <clears throat> um, yeah. So are there any questions? Okay. My first question is, um, how would you use this in a public school classroom setting? Um, I would use this in a public school setting by having the students um, be in rotations. I would have a group of students um, do physical, a physical subject, something like math, like on paper, and give them little problems to do. Um, I would have another group doing personal reading time with me as a teacher, and I would have the third group um, to have some time on the electronic devices um, using this application, ABC Mouse. So how well does this app really do in engaging students in their learning? I believe that a key thing to do um, for educating children is having fun while they are learning. And this app helps do both. The app has over 9,000 learning activities and 850 lessons for students. So students can always find more activities that they enjoy doing on the app. Awesome. So how would you use this app like as a parent at home to guide your students learning? <laughs> um, 
I would definitely use this app as a teacher and as a parent because this app is easy to navigate and affordable for many people. The students have fun learning and the parents and teachers like to see their kids learning. Um, and the teachers and the teachers and parents also like to see their children being successful. Um, the parents can be comfortable with having their children use this app because it's child friendly, friendly and it's also an ad free program. Okay, so you said that for this app, it costs for parents, but it's free for teachers. Um, do you think that, um, at least for parents, do you think that it's worth the price? Yes, I feel like it's definitely worth the price. Um, there are alternative ways to have a free learning experience not using this app. Like, I know PBS Kids offer many games and lessons for free. But ABC Mouse costs under $10 monthly for a subscription. And I read a review on the app earlier about if ABC Mouse is worth the price. And the review said, I tell myself if I pay $12 a month for Netflix, which has no educational value for my daughter, I can of course justify paying $10 a month for abcmouse.com. That's awesome, I love that. Um, and then my other question is, so what are some things that you both like and dislike about ABC Mouse? Um, I like how beneficial this can be for the students and the teachers. Um, this app helps students apply their knowledge that they've learned within the class and then transfer it into the technology world. Um, and using this app can better um, my teacher learning strategies within the classroom by letting the students have time to spend let students have time um, to spend some of their interaction time playing games okay um, so in conclusion abc mouse was named a gold medal winner in the 2019 parent and teacher choice awards the review of abc mouse praised the program for its range of subjects ability to engage different types of learners in comprehensive curriculums.